Oh, hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast, dialing things up for an upcoming EKN Trackside live event. Episode number 68, February the 7th, 2024. My name is Rob Howden. I will be joined by David Cole, as I will be this coming weekend. We head south to the final two rounds of the Supercarts USA Winter Series at AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex, presented by MG Tires. This edition of the Outlap brought to you by Rollison Performance Group. At the Rollison Performance Group, we strive for ultimate success. We're more than just an arrive-and-drive race team with countless wins on the national and regional level. Our focus is on complete driver development, and that's where the success is fueled. We combine one-on-one coaching, on-track construction, and intensive data debriefing with unparalleled cart and engine prep. Our program will help you raise your game. We'll take you to the next level. If that's your goal, RPG needs to be your next move. Experience the Rollison difference. All right, David, out of the frying pan, into the fire. We were in Tucson, Arizona last weekend for the Challenge of the Americas opener. We're going to go down to Florida, cap things off down uh, in Homestead for the Supercarts USA Winter Series. Yeah, cap off the first championship for Supercarts USA on the 2024 season. We've had uh, already the Rotax Winter Trophy Championship wrap up. They went back-to-back in Florida, so this will be week number five for many of the race teams that have called Florida home. Um, You know, some, obviously some drivers and competitors opting out. Um, You know, we'll talk about that by the numbers a little bit more, but uh, yeah, it's been a busy uh, start to the 2024 season already and already championship on the minds for a number of driver, handful of drivers who are going to be going into this weekend with championship hopes. Yeah, David, I'm sure you'll have the spreadsheet open because obviously for a race like this, round three and four this coming weekend of a two-weekend four-race championship, one drop, best of three or four. So we'll see how things shake down. (laughs) What? Yeah, yeah, let me add that to my work list. Hold on. Sorry sorry about that, (laughs) David. Spreadsheet, calculations. Yeah, I know. I know. We'll get it done. Seventh season. It's crazy to think that. Seventh season of the Super Carts USA Winter Series. Man, it seems like just... Yesterday when the thing got going. Yeah, back in 2018, first round of that program. David Weather's looking good. Um, in Tucson, we had rain on the on the on the uh the Friday. You've had rain everywhere you've been so far this year. And I'll tell you been a couple of races, but you you've brought the rain. Now, low percentage of rain, but it's homestead. It could always happen. It, there's gonna be of moist somewhere, whether it be the ground, whether it be something coming <laughs> down from the skies. I, I don't know. It's gonna get wet somewhere. Uh, yeah, but you know, the, the, the forecast looks great. Actually, it's going to be in the warm side of things. So that's good. It it did get really warm, uh, down there last month. So I think everybody's going to be kind of used to that by now, except for the snowbirds that are up here, uh, who, who, you know, it takes a while for them to get used to that, but (laughs) low percentage of rain. So that's good. I think 15% was the highest I saw in one of the days, but uh, high seventies Friday and Saturday, low eighties on Sunday. That's, nice. uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it should be pretty good weather, uh, all weekend long. We talk about the Supercar USA winter series starting actually in 2018, but Scusa has had a, uh, a pre- presence in Florida since actually back, back in 1998. Um, when they first got the Florida winter tour started, it was initially a, the Florida winter tour by name it was initially a Supercar USA program. And it was kind of, like right around when this track actually opened up, I actually raced 
at Homestead back in 2000 as part of the Scusa Florida Winter Tour. Track opened back in 1996. So the kart track's been there for a long time. It's owned by Vantage Karting Group now. They bought it back in 2017. But David, it's it's a parking lot kind of racetrack that's become a real temporary or real permanent circuit. Uh, we'll run in the clockwise direction this time around. Yeah, we ran in the clock counterclockwise layout in January. Uh, that's typically the normal direction. So the homestead regulars, they call this reverse. They call clockwise direction reverse. And for me, myself, I think logistically it's a little backwards. But on the racetrack, I think this one races a little bit better. Um, you have a good combination of final corners to set up for some exciting finishes rather than the draft down the long straightaway sure. to one corner. Uh, again, we'd like to see some passing, some defending, you know, some bumps, some bangs, you know, a little, little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, instead <laughs> of, you know, waiting to the last minute to make a pass, you know, that it's boring. We don't want to see that. We want to see racing. We want to see guys go at it. I understand the calculation of, of trying to win is sometimes a little better to make it a boring race, but for us on the media side, we want excitement. And uh, I think this layout provides it. And hopefully with the, the good weather, we'll be able to have that all weekend long. Dave, walk us through the event schedule. Yeah, Wednesday and Thursday, unofficial practice. So yeah, today is Wednesday. So I believe drivers are on track already right now. Uh, Friday is the official practice day with five rounds of practice, four seven-minute sessions with a 12-minute session to wrap up the day. We'll get into round three on Saturday with warm-up, qualifying, pre-final, and finals. The pre-finals at 12 laps each, while cadet divisions are going 10. The finals are 22 laps in distance with 20 laps for the cadet divisions. Then we'll repeat all that again on Sunday for round four. There you go, folks. We are underway with this edition of the EKN Outlap, previewing this coming weekend's finale of the Supercarts USA Winter Series in Homestead, Florida. Looking forward to it. As David mentioned earlier in the first segment here, when we get back after this first quick break, we'll come back and look at the by the numbers to see where we are in terms of the categories. A leading name in high-performance engines is D2 Motors. Owned and operated by karting champion Danilo Romaljo, D2 Motors can power you to the top of the podium. D2 Motors has been servicing carters in North America since 2019 and is opening its doors to teams and drivers across the national and local racing circuits. D2 Motors is offering access to superior engine technology designed to elevate performance on the track. There is no engine platform that D2 Motors has not excelled at. They are a leading Rotax service center, along with developing championship winning power for the IAMI and Rock brands. If you are seeking a competitive edge and reliability, partner with D2 Motors today. Call 954-895-6334 or visit D2 Motors Official on social media. D2 Motors, come and join the power with us. Is IndyCar your dream? If it is, for 2024 and beyond, the path from karting to IndyCar has gotten even clearer. It's time to look into the new USF Juniors program and the Tadis JR23. As a first step of the USF Pro Championships presented by Continental Tires, the USF Junior Series will feature a six-event, 13-race schedule to train racers for the move into the USF 2000 Championship presented by Continental Tires. Three of the events in 2024 will run alongside IndyCar at Mid-Ohio, Road America, and Portland. 
the champion will win a scholarship worth over $263,000. And there's a total prize fund that will exceed $330,000. The series utilizes the state-of-the-art Tatus JR23 race car, which is a development version of the USF22 used in USF2000. It's the ideal entry point for career-minded carters moving in to the car racing ladder. Safety is always front and center in the minds of the series promoters, and the new USF Juniors car also features the Halo, and races are supported by members of the AMR IndyCar safety team. If IndyCar is your goal, USF Juniors is the starting line. For more information, visit www.usfjuniors.com and follow USF Juniors on social media. Welcome back to episode number 68 of our EKN Outlap. We're previewing this coming weekend's Supercarts USA Winter Series event in Homestead. It's four, uh, February 7th right now, Wednesday. Cole and I are rolling on the plane tomorrow morning, first thing, to get ourselves down to Florida. David, let's have a look at the by the numbers here right now. Um, 285 entries in the initial run. That, a big explosion in terms of numbers for the Record uh, setting. Winter. Yeah, record setting numbers, right? Back down to more what we would expect out of a round two, like the second weekend with 211 uh, in terms of pre-entries. That means normally with SKUs, I would expect us to see maybe 220. They get a good handful of, uh, of at-track entries. But 211 as pre-entries coming in. As I had a quick look at all the categories, really uh, not one category increasing. Every category losing a couple of drivers. Yeah, you look at X30, or Pro X30 right at the top, and they, they've lost 16 drivers, and that's a lot. And you go to K100 Junior, and that's 15. So there's a big chunk of the change right there. K Masters even at 10, losing 10 drivers. Yeah. Mini Swift losing 12, including a number of championship contenders. So um, a lot, again, you know, for this is the fifth straight weekend of racing in Florida. If you count yeah. the two road tax races, Florida Winter Tour happening the weekend after the Scusa Winter Series race. You had Challenge of the Americas last weekend, which we were at last weekend uh, with uh, probably maybe one or two people, mostly mostly industry people that were there. Uh, not so much drivers that have been racing in Florida. So um, a, a lot of racing within six weeks <laughs> of, of the uh, 2024 calendar, not to mention the events prior to turning the calendar over. you got Cup Carts North America, Daytona as well. So there's been a lot of racing going on. Um, and again, uh, we, we, I, you know, just focusing on X30 Pro, pro drivers don't want to race all the time. They, they, they maybe once a month or twice a month at the most. And, and you know, a number of these drivers were racing four straight weeks. So, and, and David, again, what's, what's the winter series for, right? Like you've had it, you've had a month and a half break since super Nats. get in, get back at it, clear out the cobwebs. Maybe you're a rookie driver in the categories. You're dialing things in, but then you run a couple weekends in a row. Rotax comes in. You get a bunch of guys that are looking at trying to get Rotax, you know, grand finals tickets. That's what you again. If you're not in the championship chase for the winter series, do you say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to back off a little bit. I've already been to Homestead. I'm going to look forward to the spring, uh, to the, uh, to winter nationals. Right. There's, everybody's got different different focuses and different programs dialed in. Exactly. And you have drivers that are leaving and going to race in Europe as well, mm -hmm. too. A, a handful Indeed. of those. So that yep. we'll get into more of that later. But um, yeah, again, the, the winter programs are not meant to blow your entire racing budget in the first month of the season. That's so, um, again, as an industry, we kind of have to look at that and figure things out. 
Um, you know, cause I think teams like the idea of it and now we've gotten through one month and it's kind of like, Oh man, this is beating the crap out of us. It is. It's, again, listen, it's, <laughs> so, it's, it's not like you work all week and you know, you, you work all week uh, and then you're home for the weekend. It's literally, you're at the track as we know, like they're on track today, which means they set up yesterday. They were at Rotax. Many of them were at Rotax last weekend. So they, uh, they packed down on Sunday, drove here on Monday, you know, started pulling stuff up, set up on Tuesday. Uh, and and here they are on track on Wednesday, right? It's just it's nonstop for five, six, seven weeks, and that's going to take a toll on everybody. Yeah, we'll kind of get gauge the the paddock once we get down there yep. Friday morning, and kind of get get the industry take on it. You know, I, I I think I think teams are already understanding. This might be a little bit too much, um, but again, it, we got over two hundred entries, so the racers do want it. Uh, it's a matter of how much they're going to continue to do it that yeah. and, and how many more racers we can get involved in the sport that will are willing and able to do it. So. Yeah, indeed. So 24 Pro X30s, as David had mentioned, only 10 drivers in our Pro Shifter category. Uh, still 35 in KA100 Senior and 48 in KA100 Junior. So still a lot of KAs. Uh, we did cut the KA Masters in half, which is sad. They had 20 at the last race, 10 this time around. Only a single Master Shifter driver. They only had two last time, but only one Skitchy Barnes. Down 20, 20 in the mini Swift classes, David had mentioned. That was a big drop of 12 and minus five in micro Swift. Still 39 drivers in micro Swift. So what? One, two, three, three categories still over the, the 30 mark, one over the 40 mark. So again, hey, still 211 entries, right? It's it's crazy to think that, again, that's we're talking about you know the decrease in numbers, but it's still significantly over 200. It is, yeah. And, you know, essentially it's with... Uh... Uh, eight categories because master shifter only has one yeah so you look at it that way it's still solid average numbers um but you look at you know pro x30 pro shifter those are the big money categories where there's a lot of money invested into racing a weekend that's where you're seeing some drop uh, along with you know i was shocked x30 junior didn't drop but i think we have a lot of rookie junior drivers so i think that's the opportunity to where hey we're gonna get two race weekends under our belt uh, get a comp, uh, accustomed to the X30 power and be ready to go for the season. So I think that's why we didn't see too much of a drop there. Um, and then again, K100 Junior, we might see that class still split up. You know, we do, we saw the split last month uh, when we had 63 drivers. So again, depending on walk up, uh, I think Supercarts USA is kind of monitoring that. They have two different schedules right now. Okay. One split and one non-split for K100 Junior. So depending on the actual numbers they do probably have come Friday, you know, Thursday night, Friday morning, they'll they'll dictate uh, whether they split them or not. My thought was to to split up and split them up for the weekend except for uh in the final. So have still have two pre-finals like they did last month. Uh, skip the LCQ and just throw them all out there in the in the main event. Yeah, so, it makes uh, sense. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, that works. But we'll we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. We'll again we'll monitor that uh, come Friday morning. All right, time to go class by class, folks. On our previews here right now, David mentioned essentially eight categories with just the one driver master shifter. We get back after this break. We are going to have a look at Pro uh, X30, Pro Shifter, and KA100 Senior. All over the karting world. Everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Toady Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. 
All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. Kometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kometic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top-end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive karters, Kometic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kometic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kometic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Welcome back to episode 68 of our EKN Outlap Preview Podcast. Looking forward to this coming weekend Supercarts USA Winter Series Finale for 2024. Uh, David, let's jump into the Pro X30 Classes category brought to you by Speed Lab Racing Engines. 24 entries in the class last uh, month. Uh, Ryan Norberg, Alessandro Dettulio, both winners. Dettulio rolls in with the point lead by 60 over Norberg. Yeah, Dettulio got the victory in the wet weather, so that certainly helped him uh, go up to the top of the championship chase. Uh, Norberg picking up that first victory since uh, 2022. So uh, great to it was great for him to uh, to break that winless streak. Uh, he was quick in the rain, didn't quite get on the podium, however, as uh, Brandon Carr and Jake McCooler were able to uh, to edge him out for the podium spots on Sunday in the wet. So um, you got to you got to think these two guys are going to be the top of the uh, of the pecking order going into the weekend. Kolar uh, sitting third there, 105 points back with Thomas Nouveau, the Canadian Nouveau, uh, 135 points back. Um, he was actually really quick in both he in was. the dry in the yeah. wet. So he picked yeah. up a podium on Saturday in the dry, was among the quick drivers, and then Carr was the quicker one on the uh, Trinity Carning Group Cart Republic machine. Uh, so he got a runner-up in the wet, but, uh, but Carr had a little bit of trouble on Saturday. So he's kind of out of the championship chase as of right now. Um, Austin Garrison sitting fifth, 162 points back, but he's confirmed that he will not be racing this weekend. Uh, but again, could be a Friday thing where they yeah, ended up right. racing. We'll we'll have to wait and see. I, I would right. assume not. So he was again both dry and wet. One of the quicker drivers just didn't get the luck on his side. Um, one of the notable names that'll be uh, in the X30 Pro V 
field is uh, is um, excuse me, catching my breath. Uh, Mick Gabriel, uh, we've seen him race K senior a number of years with the AM AEM karting operation. He's moving over to X30. So uh, I think you're kind of getting starting to see that the drivers with a little bit more experience under their belts moving over to X30, kind of getting away from the quote unquote semi pro division that K senior has kind of become. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I do want to circle back a little, David, because you mentioned him briefly, but he deserves props. Uh, Obviously you were down there trackside for the first rounds. I was home still nursing my lip. Um, Jacob Kolar was super impressive on the weekend, right? And kind of his first opportunity to kind of get up there and, and rub shoulders with the big dogs in the sport, the highly ranked drivers on the EK and driver rankings. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping to see Jacob Kolar come back out and be strong again, right? I want to see him back up what he did back in January. Yeah, you know, it helps being at a home racetrack. Yeah, you know, Kolar does. has a lot of home homestead experience. So, you know, the same with Alessandro Di Tullio, home racetrack as well for him. So, um, it's good. It's good. It helps to build the confidence going into the rest of the season to be able to know that you can run with these guys. Now you have to do it on the regular. That's going to be that's the it. question. And that's what we'll have to see, you know, cause there's a number of other drivers that we're looking to see if they're going to be able to, to step up and run with the, uh, the top dogs on a regular basis. Let me just throw three more names out for you, David, just because they're big dogs. And we kind of look at the depth of this field, Ooh. uh, yeah. Donovan Benia, right. Super nationals winner. First and foremost, Harley Keeble got a lot of wins on his uh, credit for Sodi Racing, USA, and PK Sport. Of course, Benia for Rawls Performance Group. And you can't talk about uh, a field like this without mentioning, especially because he's in it, Diego Ramos from PSL Karting. There's a, there is a, at least 10 drivers right now we've talked about right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We've talked about nine drivers right now who are going to be within that top 10, right? It's, uh, it's going to be, a, even though it's just 24 drivers, it's going to be a really stellar race. Yeah, Benia won a pre-final on Saturday, so we know he yeah. has the pace to be up front. Didn't quite have the, the wet weather uh, results he needed on Sunday, so he's actually sixth in the championship, so he'll move up to fifth when Garrison uh, steps out. Pauli Massimino uh, is eighth in the championship, and he's not on the entry list as well, too. So um, so it kind of, it's going to, you know, championship-wise, we, we pretty much have four drivers in the hunt there, maybe five. Uh, but another, as you said, a number of names that are still going to be in the hunt looking for for victories on the weekend. Let's go over to Pro Shifter, brought to you by PSL Karting, 10 entries, and really kind of part of what's going on with Shifter Kart Racing. Yeah, we made the move over to KZ. You know, we ran the KZ and the Rock Shifter with the Challenge of the Americas last weekend. You know, we had a good, had a good field of 17 there. Uh, they had a strong field of what, thir- stronger field of 13 in January. Now 10 here uh, this weekend. Still the big dogs kind of lining up, you know, I don't know. I don't know what kind of numbers we're going to see for the winter nationals when the Scusa Pro Tour gets underway. Hopefully, we'll see twenty. Maybe, you know, maybe uh, yeah. Maybe everybody comes together. What do you think? I think we're going to see over twenty. You got okay, the West right. Coast drivers coming over. At yep. least five or six of them that were at the challenge. We've already we've already confirmed maybe twenty-four. That. So the 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 over under is probably twenty. Is an e- the over would be easy on that. So. Okay. Um, and you have a number of the the West Coast or East Coast teams that you know they're just not racing they're not focused on the winter series. Again, I think, you know, with the shifter program, we've said it before year in year out, the winter series does not mean that much to them. Um, it is nice to have a, a little you know, icing on the cake uh, to get a, a win or a championship there, but you know, pro tour means much more to, uh, to the shifter drivers for sure. 
So Danny Formal kind of dominated the action to a certain extent in January. Leads by, uh, he's kind of battling that with Alan, Alan Isambard. Morgana was in there as well. Um, kind of everything kind of played for Formal. He ends up uh, winning both races. Who's so got a 50 point lead out of uh, over Alan Isambard? Formal with Rallison Performance Group. Isambard running with PK Sports on the Sodi Racing USA machine. Both those drivers. Look to come out of the gate strong, Mateus Morgado for for PSL. You have to look at those, David. I believe as as the you know the top three drivers coming in. Although we do have another driver making his debut here on the Scusa Winter Series this coming weekend. Yeah, the driver making his uh, his debut will be Henry Wheeler, uh, making a Schiffer debut. Uh, well, so that'll be interesting. But we also have uh, Gio. I can never say his name. Giorgio, 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 that's it. See, I want to say Gio. I just want to call him Gio. Yeah. Giorgio, I guess. Yeah. Giorgio, uh, Carrera. Yeah. Inner MS. So he'll be back, uh, with at the winter series. We saw him last year. So, and throughout much of the season in the shifter ranks. And so he could be, he could be a player for a podium. If not, uh, you know, maybe battling for Mal for, for victory, but, um, yeah, Isambard obviously fast at homestead. Morgado yeah, picked sure. up the Florida winter tour win the weekend after. So he's got now two weekends of shifter racing under his belt here on home soil or on U S soil. Uh, so yeah, those are, those are kind of essentially going to be the players and we'll see if, you know, uh, Vincenzo Saracino can step up Justin white as well, or, um, uh, Michael Cooper Beckley. How about Cooper, Cooper Beckley? Yeah, yeah. He did the, the kid knows how to drive in the wet. That's for he, sure. He Pulled does. off. Pulled yeah. off a podium there on Sunday in the wet. Uh, so pick up the the dry pace. I think he's he got better as the weekend went along and was going to be there on Sunday no matter what if it was dry or wet. So and remember for Beckland too, David, a move over from um, from the Burrell last year to OTK Machinery. Another weekend with Rawls Performance Group. You know, it's a kind of this this could be a chance for obviously Cooper to kind of settle a little, a little bit here. He's the material, the team, the processes, everything, right? So let's see if uh, Becklin comes in, what, sitting fifth place in points. So, man, you know what? If he has another good weekend, he could find himself a little further up the championship order. Yeah, I think he settled in with a team, you know, being Pacific Northwest. I think he fit right in with, with Rollison and the yep. way things work. I think it was just figuring out how to work with Formal and, and, and the, the as you said, the product, the, the OTK That's Cosmic it. Chassis, the Vortex Engine, kind of figuring that all out. You know, he did some testing prior to winter series. So he already had that under his belt, but it's now applying it race weekend. So we'll see, we'll see how that progression has uh, ended up. Let's wrap up this segment of the outlap podcast. Here's we talk about the upcoming round of the Supercarts USA winter series in Florida, capping off that uh, two weekend four race series. My name is Rob Howden joined by David Cole, KA 100 senior presented by Sodi racing USA, 35 drivers in the field, still a packed field there. Uh, Alessandro Dutulio, for Inter-MS on the Cart Republic, a very impressive weekend all around for Detulio there. They're coming out of the gate strongly like they did in January. Uh, this continues. Inter-MS could be somebody, a team, a major team we'll be talking about kind of joining the big ranks here in 2024. Ivana Richards ends up having a tremendous run in that uh, really tough wet main event. Works her way to the front. Penalty puts her up to P1. So Richards actually rolls in here uh, with a victory as well. But it is, as you said before, David, he did well in Pro X30, but it's Donovan Benilla leading the points coming in. More consistency over the two races. Yeah, with the way the wet weather happened on Sunday, it certainly, you know, mixed things up. You had a lot of drivers that were good in the dry and just had either bad luck or in an Alessandro de Tullio's situation were disqualified after the race due to uh, – 
Uh, for him, it was rear the the bumper passed. Yeah, the too bumper, wide. Too, uh, yeah, the bumper too wide outside the yeah. the tires. So um, others was just uh, engines flooded because it was that, at that point it was actually really really heavy rain and a lot of flooding was starting to occur. It still wasn't unsafe, so I will give Scusa props to that because they kept the race going. Wasn't completely unsafe. Drivers were still able to navigate the course uh, on on a very damp and wet racetrack, but uh, drivers not used to and are accustomed to driving in that, those kind of conditions. So we saw a number of of drivers suffer and, and record, uh, record DNFs. I think yeah. So we only had twenty three drivers actually finishing the race, and right. I think we had over forty start. So. Um, yeah, so the consistency certainly helped for Benia. He finished runner up after all of the, all that was said and done on Sunday to put him in the top of the championship chase, but really even in the wet weather and the dry weather, Alessandro Di Tullio really shined. So yeah, you said it, inter MS is kind of positioned themselves late in 2023 as, as a up and coming race team. And now yeah. they've certainly done that going into 2024 now with, with Di Tullio and, and other drivers there. So, but Championship points are tight. You got eight drivers within 98 points. So anything can happen again. Doesn't mean Alessandro Dutulio is going to dominate once again. I think we're going in a different direction. It could be his flaw. We don't know yet. I, you know, I, I, I'm not, I can't remember looking back at results. I haven't seen those, uh, how he does on this direction compared to the normal direction. Yeah, true enough. Interesting. They obviously, you know, some of the drivers we would expect to be up front in the category now, some of the juniors that have moved up, like a Chase Basaglia for GWR, Stephen Isert, the uh, the Northern California driver who uh, earlier this year was announced to run for Sodi Racing USA. He'll be looking to put on a bit of a show. Uh, I think you throw in a, a guy like Austin Olds as well for MPG Motorsports. Stephen Miller, obviously, uh, for, for Nash Motorsports, a guy you know that's going to be in the hunt as well. Uh, and of course, David Colin Lloyd, right? Anytime we're talking KA 100 senior Colin Lloyd, a driver of the Florida uh, pilot, you know, is going to be in the hunt. But uh, cool to see James Overbeck on the uh, on the grid as well with Brian uh, Brandon Jarsa Crack Racing. Yeah, our December driver of the month. He did not compete at the Scusa Winter Series, uh, but will be returning for uh, this weekend or the, this month uh, in KA 100 senior category. Uh, along with other new names, Logan Adams from Newcastle Motorsports Park. He'll be joining, uh, making his run down here, kind of warming up for his car season in 2024. Uh, along with Alec Udell, who we've seen in car racing for a number of years. Um, actually, a, what, a Rock Island Grand Prix winner in the junior ranks and yeah. and some other stuff. So um, interesting to see uh, those two names pop up on now, the entry list. Just hold on. Alec Udell. Like this, mm-hmm. this, this is one that makes me feel old. Because I still look at Alec and I almost think he's a junior racer, right? Like, I know right. he did a lot of sports car racing. He's 28. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? You're old, Rob. I am 100% old. Wow. And then you mentioned Logan Adams. A couple drivers who we'll see in the USF Pro Championships this year. As you mentioned, Logan Adams running with his family team, Comet Racing, in the USF Pro 2000 category. And Michael Boyatis as well, uh, out of Indiana, running uh, for Jay Howard driver development. He's going to have a partial season in USF 2000 this year. So I like seeing guys getting back behind the wheel, do a little carding before the season starts. Yeah. And getting back to uh, Steven Isert, you said the West Coast driver yep. racing with Sodi Racing USA. He's sitting third. So uh, it wasn't really a breakout weekend for him, but only 24 points back in a, in a, in a four race championship with one drop. I think that's uh, it's going to kind of position him well which puts him well uh, in the hunt because uh, he's got a race now under his belt at a new team, new cart 
Uh, so we'll see if he's able to step up. So I'm going to, that's, that's going to be one of the drivers I'm going to be watching. You jump back into the points right there was good. Like Geiser's only 24 points behind Benilla, but then you have Ernesto Rivera and Anthony Rivera. Ernesto is not here this weekend. Going to be focusing more on a formula car program and F4 over in Europe. And then mm-hmm. let's give it, let's give a shout out to Anthony Rivera, right? The cart Republic driver, uh, who will be back. He, he's, uh, he's P5 in the points right now coming in after a pretty good weekend in January and, uh, finds himself, you know, challenged to potentially run up front. Yeah, same thing as uh, as Isert, you know, just had a good points weekend. Yep. Uh, actually had the third highest total on Sunday based on, uh, you know, pre-final and final results. So, uh, you know, consistency certainly helps in that. And, the, you know, the rain was a bit chaotic. You got Chase Biscagula there, Colin Lloyd, Noah Russer, Stephen Miller, and Leonardo Escorpione all in the top 10. So you got about nine drivers there that are probably going to be chasing uh, championship hopes. I don't see Rosser on the entry list. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought he was on there. Yeah, you're yeah. correct. So we'll see if he's a, maybe he potentially could be a trackside entry as well. So mm-hmm. we'll see. All right, folks, so let's have a quick break here. When we get back, we'll uh, have a look at X30 Junior, KA100 Junior, and KA100 Master. Oh, Master Shifter as well. We'll talk about Scott Barts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere, folks. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store, and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs and Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507-508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel 
the standard in quality and performance is still available. With four cycle racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in Briggs and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. And we're back with episode 68 of the EKN Outlap Scuzo Winter Series wrapping up this weekend in Homestead. Myself, Rob Howden, David Cole heading down there tomorrow. We trackside Friday morning, late flights to get into Miami. So we'll be trackside Friday morning, look for a one-minute flat when we roll onto the grounds and get things underway. So let's get back at this preview here as we were. Are we rolling now into uh, X30 Junior, right, David? X30 Junior? Correct. Right by Rawlison Performance Group, 24 entries. Uh, Turner Brown and Diego Ardila has kind of stepped forward as the, the, the stars of the event in January. Ardiles leads the points by 60 over Turner Brown, but we will not see Turner Brown, Dave. What do you know about that? Yeah, I confirmed with him today that he will not be in Florida. He's actually heading over to Europe for a school trip. So uh, uh, he is a uh, European vacation, I guess, kind of for him. Uh, after winning the uh, the Rotax Winter Trophy Championship. So he's going to be one of the, he's one of the first drivers for Team USA for 2024 Rotax Grand Finals. So that's going to be pretty exciting to see that later. Uh, October will be the uh, event in Italy. Idly, as you like to call it. <laughs> well, it's because you call it Italian food. It's not Italian food. Oh, uh, okay. It's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, essentially, that gives Ardila's a 115-point lead over Jackson Woolney heading into the weekend. Ed's, Enzo Vidmontian sitting in fourth, 146 points back, along yeah. with uh, Sarah Bradley, 181 points out of the lead. So our deal is needs I to hey I don't see Bradley on the re, on the entry list either. No, she's well, no, I'm, I'm looking at junior. I'm looking at go. junior. You're scroll. looking at K Hunter Junior. Yeah, scroll good. down, Rob. Scroll, scroll down, down, go to X30 scroll Junior. Down. Yeah, so hey, as you're Sarah, as you're scrolling, Sarah had a great weekend. She had a really good weekend. Sexual. As you're scrolling, yes, I was gonna say, yeah, she's she's getting there. She's she she's is. on the cusp of becoming a regular podium contender. Agreed. Certainly with uh, speed yeah. concepts racing and uh, you know, I think having Turner Brown there, you know, stepping up, you know, he's 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 and, and Jackson Wolney there, they're they're right there. So mm -hmm. it helps step her program up. Uh, but yeah, she's she's doing really well, uh, did really well at road tax competition as well, too. So, uh, yeah, I think those are those are going to kind of be the drivers to watch. Obviously, our is going to have to just keep his nose clean, stay out of trouble uh, to try and wrap up the championship. But, you know, he's going to probably going to go for victories as well, too. Um, so we'll kind of keep an eye on that as the weekend progresses. How about the news that just dropped today that we saw in our email boxes? Did you see that one with, uh, Nathan Dupuis moving over to super two? Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have to get more information on yeah. that Friday. I thought, uh, I thought, you know, he had a, a good home at speed concepts racing. So, uh, we'll have to, uh, dive deeper into that, but, uh, yes, moving over to super tune USA, I believe he's going to be on a parallel. Yes. That's what so, it said there. Yep. 
I think that's one that's focused. Parallel USA is kind of looking at getting uh, more drivers into the full size carts. You know, they do a, they have a really good cadet program with the opportunity chassis that they do have. So uh, I think the focus now, you know, hiring Ben Crittenden there it is. as a yep. uh, uh, technical and operations director. Um, that's kind of the focus, getting the the full size chassis uh, up to par for Parallel and Parallel USA here in the in North America. Yeah, a couple of drivers that have looked good in the category as well. Ty Fisher for Race Lab, Michael McGoy, of course, jumping up. McGoy, a former Supernats winner in the mini category, jumping up into the X30 Junior class. Tristan Murphy uh, as well. You know, he'll be alongside uh, Dupuis at Super Tunes. So, yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot to watch, I think, in this X30 Junior class. Even though there's only 24 drivers, the championship battle is not as tight as it once was, as we know, because with Brown not being able to be there. But, man, you, you still got to get the job done, especially with the drops. You've got to get the job done. Two big wins here in February could give you a championship. Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of drivers going all in for wins yeah. either Saturday and Sunday. Agreed on that. All right, let's go over to KA100 Junior. I'll scroll back up to the <laughs> part of the spreadsheet that I'd already been working on for the last 15 minutes. Um, Nash Motorsports, the sponsor of the class, 48 in total. And of course, uh, the winners of that last race, Sebastian Garzon getting a win, Diego Ardiles getting a win. David, talk about the championship battle a little bit. <laughs> yeah, this one's a lot different than yeah. the X30 program for sure. You got uh, Garzon winning on Saturday, Ardila's winning on Sunday, and they've actually matched their score over the opening two rounds. So both drivers tied at 570 points going Man. into the weekend. Yeah. And then you have Enzo Vidmontian sitting there in third, only 40 points back with Walter Jenkins, the fourth, an impressive weekend. Uh, in January, he's sitting 78 points out of the first. So these were really the four drivers that kind of shined throughout the weekend. Um, Vidmontian picking up two podium finishes, but both of them are runner up results. Uh, Jenkins just short of the podium both days, but was certainly right there in contention both days as well. So uh, that is uh, those are kind of going to be the drivers to watch, you know, with uh, with Turner Brown not there. Uh, he's sitting sixth in the championship. Jackson Wolney as now is right now fifth, but he was unable to get uh, a podium finish. So he's going to need some, um, and essentially, like you just said, two wins in this yeah. category in February will certainly help him. In, in, in his, in his mind, David, he's got to think he already has, he's already got a drop race, right? Something from Correct. something from January, he's got to drop. If he wants to step up and battle the guys up front, he needs to, he, he knows he's got to come in and put two good results in. Exactly. You know, we saw that with uh, Alessandro Trucheau in, in Mini Swift last year, you know, didn't I, I don't even think he had a win, but was able to uh, to pull off a championship uh, without a victory, just being consistent. So yeah. uh, it can be done, especially in a in a best three of four championship. Again, I mentioned Ty Fisher in in uh, X30 Junior, the same Max Christie, will be a driver to watch. I think a Trinity Carding Group as well here in KA100 Junior. We mentioned Nathan Dupuis making the move over to Supertune on the Parallel. The young guys moving who have moved up. Number one, Michael McGoy, and then of course Travis Pettit moving up as well from the mini class. Every race for Travis is going to give you more comfort, more of the guys he's driving around. And then another driver who was was in the hunt but really never got paid off for it was uh, Isaac Malkin. He was pretty good, uh, Dave, when you were down there in January. Yeah, had speed, just didn't yeah. get quite the results. Uh, I'm looking to see where he was. Yeah, actually finished second in one of the pre-finals. Uh, had he was an there. Issue. Yeah, yeah, so he he was there all weekend long. Just uh, things didn't go his way uh, in the main event. It looked like it might have been a, a, a 
penalty or something happening to where he had uh, uh, zero points on the day. So um, he's fast. You know, we've seen it at Newcastle. I think he's just a very, you know, you, the names you mentioned, they just need a full race or a full day of being up front and not have that mistake that takes them out. So let's move on and cap off this this uh, segment here with K100 Masters. It's brought to you by Alessandro's Racing, but apparently not this weekend, <laughs> unless they're going to join join later, right? Because it's the entire Alessandro's team which sit second through fifth in the points who have not yet entered. So they're either Correct. not going to, they're either not racing or they're not entering. We have 10 right now. If they do enter, we could be make, move it up to 15 pretty quickly. The one driver who has actually entered, even because I said it was, it was Garrido and Ravello, Ruben Ravello and uh, Miguel Garrido, who actually won the two races. They battled back and forth, teammates, elbows up. They were wrecking each other. It was actually hilarious to watch. Um, but Miguel Mir, David for Orsalon Racing, is back. He's got a championship lead by 45 points over Dominguez. But literally nobody else in the top five is is entered. So if they don't show, Miguel's probably going to cruise to the championship here, although there are a couple of drivers. Mario Barrios is back for Rollison Performance Group. I think it, as I look, it's kind of who's on the racetrack. He could he be one of the drivers to beat this weekend. He and, he and Miguel Mir. Oh, for certainly. Yeah. Uh, he's a, uh, former Scusa pro tour champion. I, I yeah. don't know if he, he might've won a winter series as well too. I'll have to look back at that, but yeah, certainly those two are going to be kind of the, the, uh, the leader of the pack in the, in this field, unless we get the track entries by, uh, essentially all the Alessandros racing drivers who, uh, were there last month and are not entered currently. So we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll know more Friday when we get to, uh, to track side if we are going to have a championship chase or not, because essentially Miguel Mir will, will have this kind of in hand by just making laps on, on Saturday. And well, Saturday. You, you know, he's going to be going for the race win anyways. He and Barrios are going to go at it like crazy. Of course. For sure. Uh, Alfonso Santiago, who I had a chance to race with last year, at the summer nationals for Ursulon racing. Um, you know, he'll, he'll be in the fight as well. Uh, the car, the Carapaletti's are there, Kim and Scott Carapaletti. And if either of those drivers get on their game, they can dial things in as well. My man, Tom Gerstner, 67 years young, Tommy, um, back at it again for Checkered Motorsports. And Grace Amaird will be there as well. She's going to run in the Masters category, David. Um, uh, her and Mario back in, back in the paddock. Yeah, you know what? The Carapaletti's, if it, if it would have kept raining hard, I think these two are good in the wet. Agreed. And without any issues. I think one of them was in the top, almost had a podium finish going. And then I think a mechanical happened. So yep. uh, it, was, it was actually fun to watch them because, you know, they have probably what, probably a hundred years experience between the two of them. Listen, what, <laughs> here you go. So when I first started in the sport, right, I remember I worked up in Canada at uh, Performance Racing News and I started, the, you know, I developed the karting program up there. I remember I, I was going somewhere. We, we drove to a race down south and somebody had a world karting magazine, right? I'd never seen the world karting magazine before. And so look, we're talking like mid, early, mid, mid, let's go 94, 95. And I remember looking through that, that magazine. And that's the first time I saw the care bloody name. Like they're literally, they're legends in our sport, right? They've been around so long. They're, they're such great dudes too. And, and just that they've been in our sport forever, man. These guys that love karting, they're always, they've always done it. And listen, the care bloody name has been there for, like what, 30 something, probably 40 years for all before I was there before, for sure. Right. Yeah. Without a doubt. So yeah, so. it's great. It's great to see that continue and uh, hopefully, yeah, they'll be able to, uh, to be uh, towards the front this weekend. 
to uh, to challenge. So uh, we could talk a little bit, I guess, about Master Shifter brought to you by InterMS. There's only one driver. Scott Barnes won both races over Frank Runco uh, back in January. It's just Skitchy Barnes this time. So essentially what we're doing is we're throwing the, the 39-year-old out of Bermuda in with the pro drivers, right? That's that's the bottom line right now. He'll be the, He's 39? Jeez. Yeah, right. Well, dude, how long has he been coming to the Supernats? I mean, uh, to Rock Island. He's old. <laughs> He's seasoned. Yeah, I guess that, yeah, I mean, you could call that, but that means he's going to be 40 this year, right? So uh, Vegas, yeah. Vegas this year should be a good party. That is very, very true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's thing- getting married in what, September? And then, and then uh, his, yeah. his birthday, remember? His birthday's in, in November. Yeah, we go, we go, we go out for dinner for his birthday every year. That's right. hundred percent. So yeah. So anyways, we'll, we'll throw Barnes in there. He's 10 years older than the, than the next oldest driver. Uh, actually nine. It's Nicholas DeAndre at 30 and Danny Formal at 29. There you go. Oh, he's got Formal by 10. Nice. <laughs> All right, folks. Last break. When we get back, we'll wrap things up for this edition of the Outlap. Mini Swift and Micro Swift will preview them quickly for you when we get back. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perilin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perilin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perilin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm mini cart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network, episode number, what did I say, 68, David? Yeah, 68 of our ECAN Outlap. Man, we've been doing these for a while. I love it. Uh, we're jumping in now to Mini Swift and Micro Swift. Uh, Trinity Carding Group, the sponsor of our Mini Swift class. 20 entries in total. Alessandro Trouchot, uh, what, winner, champion of Mini, champion of Micro, right? Micro and Mini over the last two years, I think, right? He's been yeah, strong. Correct. Then yep. he goes over to Europe, then he goes to races in Europe, hence why he will not be here going to run WSK. Uh, so he and um, Rocco Simone were the winners in January. Neither of those drivers are here. So they won't be in the championship fight. So then when you go now look at the mini category, you got to scroll down to Benja Fernandez for Team Terp as the primary guy up front. He was 180 points coming back. A P1 and P2 in the championship will not be on track. Correct. Fernandez was runner up on Saturday. Uh, did not uh, have a solid finish on Sunday in the wet. So that's kind of the, the scenario for him and Royce Vega. Vega didn't have quite the day he wanted on Saturday, but in the wet got a podium finish in third. So these are the essentially the two championship leaders going into the weekend, uh, 16 points separating them. And then you got Ashton Wu, just one point back of Vega, along with Marco Samut, yeah. uh, Samit, who yeah. is, uh, who's right there as well. So you got one, two, three, four drivers within 17 points of each other. 
uh, heading into the weekend. Uh, both looking, or all four looking for a, a solid start to the 24 season. And either a win or a championship would be great for any four of those drivers. And I, and I see this as being a really good race, right? Because again, we've had a couple of drivers move up from the mini, the micro category that have made things exciting here. Yeah, there's 20 in the field, but I'll just throw what? Let's let me throw one, two, three, four, five, six names at you. And these are drivers that we saw in the micro category, you know, be really strong last year. So let's see what they do when they step up, right? You got a Colton Schneegenberg, you got Maxwell Macha, right, champion. From last year, Parker Ives, uh, USPKS champion, I think. Correct. Troy Troy Ferguson, Josh mm-hmm. Bergman, and Pasha Ali. All these drivers are just ready for the you know the the mini breakout, right? They, they they got the pace. It's getting comfortable with the with the new surroundings, the new category. I see all six or seven of those drivers being in the top ten. Yeah, and that's essentially how it was in January with you know Rocco and Alessandro being up front and away. Um, these, the rest of these drivers were kind of battling it out for those final podium positions. Yep. So um, that that's essentially going to be the fight now for the win both days, probably with those drivers that you've mentioned. Um, you have a couple others like Julian Rivera. Uh, he's been he's been really quick at Homestead. Uh, he's sitting eighth overall in the championship hunt. So that's another name to maybe throw out as well. Um, Valentino Santillan. Uh, for Sodi Racing USA as well, he's a uh, he's sitting in seventh, so one just a few points back of uh, uh, Marco Samet. So um, yeah, a lot. I think this is going to be a a typical mini race where we're going to see a lot of drivers at the front of the field. And the, the the wild thing is, as we move over to the micro category, brought to you by Team U Race, thirty nine drivers in the field. It was Zane Burgess who kind of dominated the action and won both main events over Santiago Orioli. But the one thing about micro, David, it happens every year, but uh, th- there was a lot of turnover. A bunch of drivers moved up to, to mini next year. And, and the great thing is we've got 39 drivers here in micro. And uh, listen, I, I've highlighted maybe six or seven of them because the rest are so new, right? They're they're all looking for those first big breakout wins, right? That's our, our breakout performances uh, to get more comfortable. So that's the cool thing about the micro class is they're all really getting more and more comfortable, maybe more than any of the categories, the micros are the ones that benefit from all this racing in January and February and March because they get so much seat time to really, you know, really quickly elevate and push forward their development. So they're not just racing once a month kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's why you see the high numbers in this category, Mm -hmm. not to mention we're getting another influx of a lot of young drivers coming into the sport too, as well. So um, that's part of it, you know, and and one of those names, Santiago or Leo or Orioli or Leo or Orioli. 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 Okay. I'm going to have to say that a bunch of times on the way down there. So the I can get it straight. You, the, the fact that you write their names and I have to say their names is so perfect. I know. I well, think it's awesome. we're opposites, Rob. We are. You know? I know. I know, buddy. I know. I'm good looking. You're not. Oh, no. wow. Don't even start. <laughs> um, no, but he was, he was a name, you know, we weren't expecting. He was there challenging. Almost had the victory in the wet until the red flag came out. So, uh, had they not had to go back uh, the last completed lap, he was a leader of yep, the race at that right. point. So uh, yep. so he was a new name under the MPG Motorsports tent, along with Danny O'Gara. Uh, so they're kind of making some noise there. You know, O'Gara had a full season in 2023 under his belt, so now more comfortable and able to be a little bit more comfortable with, uh, with being out there and being towards the front of the field as well, too. So, um, yeah, there's certainly some notable uh, new names that we're seeing. Uh, Liam Nakawadi. 
Um, we course, saw him yep. last year, but uh, didn't have the wet weather, had an issue in the wet, uh, wet race on Saturday or Sunday. So uh, after placing runner up on Sunday, so watch for him to be probably challenging Burgess and, and the other drivers up front. Yeah, the other two guys that are, are actually in the, in the points as well in the uh, the third and fifth spot, Marcelo Flores on a parallel in his third coming in. Jake Maniolio uh, is for, for Team Ferris Racing was in fifth, and you know that one because we watched quite a bit of him and talked about him quite a bit last year too. Is Byron Borman right? That's a guy I think will be a top ten runner throughout the year as well. Yeah, I'm trying to. Where, where did we see him? What was the last time you saw him? I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to remember. Okay. Super Nats. Oh, I see. I completely forgot. See, Micro, I'm, 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 I'm confused. Yeah, I, I remember the three driver fight, so I forgot all the rest. Of the well, I, was thinking, I, was, I was thinking about Byron last year too, right? Gotcha. Byron's at the gotcha. top end of the micro. He's ten years okay. old, so he's at the top end of the micro. But we talked gotcha. about him a lot last year, so okay. I expect, I expect to see him. I would, he'll be he'll be top ten all weekend for sure. Gotcha. Yeah, there's just a it's, again a lot of names that we're we're learning and a lot of people we're learning and uh, we'll see. You know, uh, Rocco Simone's uh, brother Leo in the in the field as well too. Um, yeah, Dave. So Dave there's there's eight there's eight racers in this field that are only seven years of age. Yeah. Right. It's seven. You know, it's seven to ten. So so there like there's a lot of young kids. That's you know eight eight drivers in this field that uh, you know, so it's like twenty percent less than yeah yeah twenty percent right yeah about twenty percent. That are mm-hmm. only seven. So there's there's all there's so many brand new kids that we're going to see for the next two three years running in the micro category. Yeah, and hopefully not go to car racing right after. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> sorry, I had to say it. I no, said, no, hundred percent. I'm, 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 I'm with sorry. you on that. But uh, yeah, no this 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 will be a fun category to watch on on the weekend. And you know, if things stay dry, I think it's going to be great. Again, the way the racetrack's laid out in this direction, great racing coming to the to through the final corners and then that little bit of a drag race to the line after after the last last turn. So there you have it, folks. Uh, we get everything rolling. We'll be trackside on Friday to be able to get the paddock insider rolling. Lots going on from there. Lots of stuff we can kind of dig into to unpack from what's happening trackside-wise. Uh, Dave and I, I'll be back finally. I wasn't there, of course, in January. So I was messaging with Xander Clements earlier today. I'll be back with the Cart Chaser guys, which is great. Uh, Henry Baudet. The voice of Rotax is going to join us as well. He's been over here for the Rotax weekend. So while he was here, Xander's got some commitments inside the big track as well throughout the weekend. So we're bringing in Henry. So me and Henry join him back together like we did at the Super Nationals uh, back in November. So always a fun to work with Henry. Looking forward to that as well. And, of course, we'll be pounding stuff out on social media. You all know how we do it. Uh, we'll have the top tens on Facebook and Twitter. Make sure you follow the hashtags, hashtag EKN at Scusa, hashtag Scusa Winter Series, and hashtag AMR Motorplex. Again, get ready to wrap up this winter series. David, you said I already won championship in the books. That was the back-to-back weekends for the Rotax Winter Cup. We'll do the same thing with the Scusa Winter Series this weekend. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm wondering if maybe they just didn't want let Henry out of the country. Maybe they're keeping him here. <laughs> <laughs> keeping the taffy. Why not? Yep. We're into it. Except he's a Detroit Lions fan. That's the one thing we don't like about him. Oh, that's true. That's true. He is. <laughs> yes. All right, folks, we're going to wrap things up here for this edition of the EK and Outlap. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, we'll have the debrief next week when we wrap things up. But we've got three full days of trackside coverage coming for you. Of course, you can watch it all on Cart Chaser. We'll stream that audio on the EKN Radio Network, so you can go on the downloadable app to listen to it as well. If you don't have access to YouTube to watch Cart Chaser, we can also, of course, have it on ecardinews.com slash live on there. We also have the live timing for you as well. So uh, lots of different ways to connect with the final rounds of the Supercarts USA Winter Series. Back to AMR Motorplex there in Homestead. Looking forward to it. 
And again, we will see you trackside on Friday. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Haddon. Bye for now.